0: hello there welcome along to the podcast sport and life thank you for hitting on the button do appreciate it recording this on thursday the 15th of october 2020 a covid announcement uh, regarding london moving to a different tier um so yeah hope you're well wherever you are not too overly stressed be it health or finances and whatever else in the current climate complicated times Thank you to the sponsors of the podcast, Bang Olufsen of Cheltenham and Serene AV, who are specialists in some of the finest home entertainment brands, providing solutions based around high quality customer service and installations. Check out Bang Olufsen of Cheltenham online on the social media. Serene AV, just to sort of be clear as well, doesn't only source Bang Olufsen equipment for their home entertainment systems or solutions or advice. They've got the kind of mandates and the freedom to, to move and, and give you a bespoke service, whatever is best for you. So check out Jason Briggs and his team, Bang Olufsen of Cheltenham, housed in Montpellier, but very much covering a big radius around the Gloucestershire, Worcestershire area and beyond, I believe. I'm not going to try and commit them to too many long trips, but I believe they've got a, a pretty wide radius of, of, of influence and, and work. Uh, thank you also to cytoplan.co.uk, food-based supplement company my family, the Drapers, have been using for 20 years. In, in truth, spent thousands actually on these supplements and truly believe in them. Albeit my father has worked for the company as well as a consultant, general practitioner, my dad, and also a nutritionist who's lectured in micronutrition in particular. And he's a huge advocate for us taking supplements to boost our micronutrients as much as as the macro. So particularly trace elements, selenium, zinc uh he's a big advocate of that feels that they're depleted in the uk soil in particular you'd have to check out wherever you are in the world in terms of your local soil for example in the united states varies from state to state obviously it's a huge huge country america and there is much variation in terms of what you might need to supplement with Uh, but he's a believer in selenium zinc and we talked on the podcast with both my father and and dr ranoff crook about vitamin d as we head into the winter in the northern hemisphere in the uk in particular although it's quite a nice sunny autumn day today not too much uv light around which we use to to make vitamin d3 so that's a big uh, focus for i think a lot of our health particularly with covid in mind but also just general health because i think what covid seems to do is expose ill health and underlying health conditions doesn't it in particular so it's uh, kind of behooves us to be tip top as much as we can if you go to cytoplan.co.uk c-y-t-o-p-l-a-n.co.uk you can get a 10 percent discount with my code draper 10 d-r-a-p-e-r my last name then the numbers one zero on that interestingly they've got a new supplement which i'm trialing at the moment which seems good it's called immune complete i'm taking immune complete two because i'm an adult man or at least in theory anyway a little bit immature but uh genetically and uh, biologically i'm an adult man so i'll take the two because i don't need an iron supplement immune complete one is for women who are menstruating and children i believe young you know not sort of babies but uh, younger children so that's a, an interesting range containing all the selenium zinc the good stuff the vitamin cd uh, whole picture there is and it kind of is a, co- a sort of a or maybe a sort of replacement for the immunovite which i've talked about in the past on the podcast so that's a good one right onto the podcast today it is a short and sweet one fascinating one though it's a br- legendary brazilian mixed martial artist chris cyborg won titles in i believe three MMA organization. She's now with Bellator. She's a champion at Bellator at 145 pounds of featherweight division. That's what they classified her as there. Um, and also this this conversation. She this is for Sky Sports, my employer for my day job. Uh, she talks about potentially wanting a boxing match. She's 35 years of age, Brazilian, but she's very keen to to have a boxing match. She's now based in California, former UFC star, and she's eyeing Katie Taylor. I just looked at with her and I've written a piece about this actually on skysports.com you can google it about the feasibility of crossovers between mixed martial arts and boxing as I've gotten into MMA during lockdown to help out at work in the multi-sport department I've been doing some interviews with Bella Talks it's live on Sky Sports this show from Connecticut it's live in the early hours of Friday morning which uh, Chris Cyborg is headlining and it's talking about you know that actually boxing forms one component of MMA whether you can ever be an MMA fighter who has the level of boxing required to fight a boxer who spends all their time training in that and vice versa. The reality of of a boxer getting in who can just use hooks and jabs against a, an opponent who can throw kicks and take you down and do jiu jitsu moves and everything on you. So it's a it's complex one. But she talks about the prospect of facing Katie Taylor. Not sure about the, the weight reality of that as well. I think Chris is far a bigger woman than Katie Taylor, who is the two weight world champion in professional boxing, former. Um, Olympic champion as well, and world champion many times over in the amateur ranks, Katie Taylor from Ireland. So interesting one. Um, I do uh, try and sort of enunciate here well, not be too loud, but obviously it's second language for Chris, and she's used to people speaking American English, so I try and be fairly deliberate in my delivery, not to patronise, but just to make sure she can understand what I was saying. But it's a fascinating interview, big character, challenger mindset, we talk about that as well. Hope you enjoy this one. Chris Cyborg. Chris, hello, how are you? I'm great, thank you. Good, good, good. How has is, how is the camp been? How has training been in the middle of a pandemic?
1: Do You know, after my last fight with Julia Buddy, I knew uh, I was going to fight around October, or maybe September. Um, I know it's the pandemic, it's it's changed a little bit my camp, because usually I do my camp in South Africa. But, you know, I have the opportunity to do my camp in Huntington Beach with Rafael Cordeiro. My first coach, you know, when I start fighting, I start training for him. And it's, it's very nice to have the opportunity to do the campaign for him, for his team and King's MA. You know, and then I start training and then I already think about September, October. And just to mm. work well. When I signed the contract, I was already trained
0: for. Oh, fantastic. So it's kind of worked out, the plan has has come into place as well. How has the sparring been? Have you been able to get the sparring that you need for this, the preparation?
1: You know, at the Kings MMA, ever, was, the training is still because every week you have one fight, fighter fight, have a fight. Then mm-hmm. it's the training, continue training. Yes, I'm doing sparring. Before, I was doing a lot of boxing, sparring too with to Raquel uh, Raquel Miller. She's a boxer too. And you know, because I was thinking I'm going to do a boxing fight before the MMA, and I really mm-hmm. work in my boxing. After I start doing I say, okay, you're going to be next MMA, we start to work out everything.
0: Oh, okay. So is boxing still part of the plan? Do you still want to to have a boxing match?
1: Yes, of course. I think in my career, I have a lot of challenges and I would do like doing one boxing fight. I I really like boxing and I try wrestling by myself. I try jiu-jitsu, you know, I try Muay Thai and you're going to be perfect. You know, always when you compete in a separate sport like this, you learn a lot.
0: Mm. How difficult is it when you're boxing in training not to kick someone or, or not to try and take someone down? Is it easy for your mind to focus on boxing? You know, for me, it's easy. I really, I really don't have to think too much.
1: Uh, we, I, I can separate. You know, when I do sparring boxing or sparring my Thai or jiu jitsu, I can separate. I don't try kick. I, I, I don't feel in my mind is.
0: A lot of talk about two-weight world boxing champion Katie Taylor. Do you still want that fight? Can you can you see that happening in a in a boxing ring? You know,
1: for me, I love challenge, you know, if I have the opportunity, but now I'm a Fox for J- J- Arlene Blanco. But for sure, if they know they want to deal with doing this fight, it's gonna be amazing.
0: Yeah, what weight would that happen? Because she's fought and won a world title at 140 pounds, but she is smaller than you, Katie Taylor, three inches smaller, usually lighter. She's got a, less of a reach. Do, do you feel that you'd be so big in there that that would be a problem for Katie Taylor, potentially, if you can find a weight to agree on? You know, she's calling me out. Probably she
1: have to <laughs> figure out what the weight she'd like to fight me, you know? I usually walk 170, 175, and mm. I find 145 MMA. And I think the more close going to be, like 147 in boxing, I don't know.
0: Welterweight, yeah. So she'll have to move up. Say, Katie, <laughs> put some weight on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, good stuff. Um, let's uh, talk about the, the fighting without fans because you're a fan favourite. How is that going to be for you, do you feel, come October the 15th, in terms of your motivation? Will it will it affect you at all? You know, it's really nice when you have the, the
1: energy, the fans, when you're going to fight, you know. It's nice to see the love of everybody and give you love when you walk into the fight. But, you know, in my mind, I know where you're going to watch at home. Uh, but you're gonna be great too because you're gonna can hear right in your corner, you know. And you're gonna have it. I actually when I'm fighting, I I'm not listening to my the crowd, you know. <laughs> I really focus on the fight. Uh, really gonna be new for me. But you know, we already working this in the gym. When are am sparring, and it's very quiet, just us in the corner.
0: Yeah, and it's, it's yeah, it's, it's easy to focus when someone's trying to hit you as well, isn't it? I suppose that's the thing with yes. with fighting. Uh, what about the the importance of your first defense? Is there more pressure with the first defense than there is in the actual fight to win the title? You know, for me, I always
1: think about I'm mean, the container number one. Uh, I never think about I'm mean, hold the title. I think about I'm mean, gonna fight for the title, and it's you not know, gonna be different for Arlene Blank. You know, I was training like container number one. This is this is the whole my career. I did this, mm. and. And for me, it's going to be one more fight, and I'm going to get that belt.
0: Fantastic. Even though
1: I'm going, to, I'm going to defend, but in my mind, I'm going to, it's one more, more challenge for
0: me. Yeah, you feel like cha- you've got the challenger mindset with it as well. Yes. How about your opponent, the Australian Arlene Blanco? Been in Bellator for a long time. She's on in good form. Six wins in her last seven fights. Got five knockouts in that run. How tough of an opponent is she?
1: She's going to be great opponent. I think going to be go great fight. And she's two-time world champion in boxing. And she's came from the box to MMA, you know, and they are going to be mixed martial arts. I feel, I feel great, you know, for this fight. And I feel like I have a lot of tools for finish that fight. I just have to see what's the, the, the good option for me. What can be strike, you're going to be game, a grappling game. You know, I just want to feel the fight. But, you know, she's a great opponent. It's going to be a great fight. She like to fight
0: stuff, girl. Yeah, we look we look forward to it. It's interesting. Have you watched a lot of tape of her in, in, in studying for the fight? We spoke to Michael Venom Page and he said he he often doesn't watch any tape of his opponents. He trusts his team to tell him the right things. How do you approach it? Do you study your opponent? Do you watch a lot of them or do you focus on you?
1: You know, usually my team will watch the fights, you know. I I I really don't know watch my opponent fight. So maybe I watch her when she fight Julia Bird before, you know, but mm. usually usually I don't watch my team watch and they make the plan and they work on and I always work like this way.
0: What what are her main weapons,
1: her main threats do you feel, Arlene? Uh, usually all the tools I have, you know. I mm. think you use the mixed martial arts for this fight is I think the first key.
0: Yeah. And what, and in the future, do you look beyond this fight or you focus just on this fight? Or do you start to think about what might be next afterwards?
1: You know, I always like to focus on one fight first. No one step, you know. I think you, after one fight can change a lot of things. Don't have to focus in this fight and I'm really focus on Ireland Blank.
0: Yeah, I just I wondered about Kat Zingano whether that was something that was on your radar as well. If if you stay in MMA, if you don't fight Katie Taylor in boxing, whether, whether Zingano might might appeal to you.
1: you no, know, yes, she's in my division. Probably she's gonna have a couple of fights in in Bellator. You know, I'm mean, gonna be ready in the training and the, wait for the next opponent. But next one, Arlene blink.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, and with that as well, with Katie Taylor, with the boxing thing, quickly, did you think that would you need to have her back in a MMA arena afterwards, or would you just go and do a one-off boxing match?
1: You know, I didn't stop thinking about it this yet. You know, I really just uh, probably after Elin Blanco, I can I can stop and think about Katie Taylor and the next who's going to be the next after her. But I really, Foxes Elin Blanco now, and I didn't see any option about this.
0: Yeah, no, fair enough. And it was interesting that Scott Coker has said that he would be happy for you to try a boxing match. How much are you enjoying being in Bellator and working with, with him?
1: No, I'm really happy the first time I signed with, with, with Scott. I worked him with him before and first thing we talked before, it's, it's we're a partner. You no, know, I want the Bellator growing, growing more and more. You want to grow together, and both together, you're going to be a lot of success. And this is the first thing: we don't have an ego between us. Ego.
0: Yeah. Well, that's fantastic. You are an MMA legend, Chris. Already uh, making history, becoming the first fighter to win four titles in in major MMA organizations. Four organizations. You're only 35 years of age, uh, but. Is there is there still a lot more for you? Is there a lot more for you to to achieve and accomplish? Have you still got a lot of goals?
1: You no, know, I feel great. I'm training a lot, and and I don't have bad injuries. I love what I do, and you know I don't feel I don't feel when I'm going to retire. You know I think you know, when I to deal with Bellator, I just feel like new era, new new opportunity, new chapter in my career, in my life. And let's see, but I feel great. You know I feel great and. For keep going.
0: Yeah, well your form is fantastic. We're looking forward to watching you on Sky Sports in the UK on October the 15th. For anyone who's watching this video who hasn't seen you fight, what can you promise us on Fight Night?
1: Hey guys, make sure you guys follow my YouTube channel. Every week we show a couple things, uh, every day for the week of the fight. And, you know, I train really hard for this fight. I always train hard. You know, I'm going to do my best. And I'm stepping the cage this time, in the epidemic time, for giving hope for all my fans. And for continuing believing believe in the dreams. I know it's now a hard time, but
0: it's going to be better. Just believe. Fantastic. And a prediction for the fight? How, how are you going to win the fight? Do you know how you're going to do it? You know, I have a
1: lot of options. I don't like to have a plan A, play B. I just have to feel the fight and see the opportunity come but everybody knows how i like to finish the fight and they are gonna be let's see let's see i want to see it's gonna go
0: now i look forward to seeing you on, on sky sports thank you for your time chris we really appreciate Welcome. it thank you so that was the interview i did for sky sports you can see the youtube video if you like on the sky sports youtube page plenty of mma interviews do them regularly now working from home trying to compliment uh, my presenting shifts on site, which are kind of roughly around three quarters of what they were pre-pandemic, because we've only got solo presenters on set at Sky Sports News because of social distancing and, and trying to minimise the amount of people at the workplace. I'm sure you're encountering wherever you are in the world with, with your workplace. Uh, but Chris Cyborg fights uh, Arlene Blenkow, the Australian former boxer, speaking of crossovers. it be interested to see how she gets on against uh, Chris Uh, in the early hours, UK time, 2 a.m. on Sky Sports Mix. It's also live in the United States, of course, where the fight takes place in Connecticut in the Mohegan Sun Resort there. So Chris Seibold, Christiane Justino Venancio was her birth name. And then uh, Cristiane Santos is her married name. A fascinating character. Um, I think she's, uh, maybe I, I was a catalyst for a slight sort of backlash because she's not wanting to talk about boxing anymore after this. There's a lot of conversation online about that potential matchup with Katie Taylor and the pragmatics of it. I'm sure, you know, three inch height advantage, three inch reach advantage, but significantly, Chris saying there that she walks around at 170 pounds, which is 12 stone two in English money. And if you think Katie Taylor, when she won that super light title was 140 pounds, so she didn't have to put lose any weight. That was kind of like how she was. So I think naturally for those two women walking around there's 30 pound difference two stone two pound difference naturally between them so is it fair for them to meet in the combat arena or does the extra weight and size for chris cyborg potentially in that matchup offset katie taylor's boxing expertise and the many years of being such a star amateur and now a two-weight world champion in the professional ranks of boxing so it's interesting that the permutations to talk with her um, hope you enjoyed that. Let me know if you do as well. Ed Draper 81 on Twitter. Ed underscore Draper81 on Instagram. And also, please rate it on iTunes. Thank you to the sponsors of the show, Bang Olufsen of Cheltenham and Serene AV, specialists in some of the finest home entertainment brands, providing solutions based around high-quality customer service and installations. Big fan of my b headphones. I'm not really a gadget person, but they are phenomenal for listening to podcasts. Do like the one called Nutrition Sigma Radio, and of course the Joe Rogan Experience. So I listen to podcasts, and they're quite a lot. Of my my cans from Bang Olufsen, and thank you to Cytoplan continued association with the podcast. As we enter the realm of coughs and colds and autumn and colder weather, um, Unity may be on your mind. Immune Complete from Cytoplan is a sort of growing favourite of ours as a family, and you can get a ten percent discount at Cytoplan.co.uk. C y t o p l a n.co.uk 10% discount with my code draper10 all capital letters d-r-a-p-e-r the numbers one zero thank you for listening to the podcast guys I hope things are well for you wherever you are in the midst of this pandemic maybe you're listening to this from a corner of the world unaffected by rules regulations and and too much health impact as well so yeah wish you the, the best of of, of a weekend and, and everything to come as well. I'm hoping to speak to Spencer on over the weekend about Jack Johnson, the first African-American world boxing champion born in the Victorian era, a real pioneer for the sport, particularly black American boxers, but resonant, I think, across the world and a real trailblazer who uh, married white women and, and was a kind of just a, a rule breaker in a time when it was so hard to, to buck against society. So I'm hoping to speak to Spencer fearon about him. So stay tuned for that. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Get in touch if you would like on social media and uh, appreciate your time. Thank you and goodbye for now.